Isa alayhisalam is a prophet. He cannot be worshipped. Imam Fakhr Yuddin Razi, a great Islamic savant, the author of the Tafsir i Kabir, and also various other valuable books, wrote while explaining the 61st ayat of Suratul Ali Imran. When I was in Harazm, I heard that a priest had come to the city and was striving to spread Christianity. I called on him. We began to talk. He asked what was the evidence to demonstrate the fact that Muhammad was the prophet. I answered him. Fakhruddin Razi. As it is stated that Musa, Isa, and other prophets والسلام, demonstrated wonders and miracles, so we read and hear about the miracles of Hadrat Muhammad. This news is unanimous. You are free to accept or refuse these unanimous reports. If you refuse and say that manifesting miracles does not signify prophethood, you will have to deny the other prophets as well. If you admit that the reports transmitted in a common way are correct and that the person who performs miracles is a prophet, you will have to admit that Muhammad was a prophet too. For Muhammad showed miracles, and those miracles were communicated to us commonly and unanimously, so they must be dependable. Since you believed the other prophets on account of the fact that they showed miracles, which also were communicated commonly and unanimously, you have to believe that Muhammad was a prophet also. The priest responded, I believe that Isa was a god, not a prophet. God means idol. All the things that are worshipped are called God. The name of Allah is Allah, not God. There is no God but Allah. It is wrong and very disgusting to use the word God instead of Allah. Fakhruddin Razi replied, Now we are talking about prophethood. We should understand first what prophethood is before talking about divinity. Moreover, your claiming that Jesus salam, was God is completely false. God has to always exist. Then substances, objects, things that occupy a place cannot be gods. Isa was a substance. He came into being after he had been non-existent and, according to you, he was killed. Formerly, he was a child. Then he grew up. He ate and drank. He talked as we do now. He went to bed, slept, woke up, and walked. He needed many things in order to stay alive, as any man would. Can a needy person ever be free from want? Can something which has come into being after having been non-existent exist eternally? Can a changing object exist eternally? You say that Jews caught Isa and crucified him, despite his efforts to run away and hide himself. You say that Isa was very sad then. You say that he looked for ways to save himself from this plight. If he had been a god or a part of a god, wouldn't he have protected himself against the Jews? Wouldn't he have annihilated them? Why did he become sad? Why did he look for a place to hide himself? By Allah, it amazes me to hear these words. How can these words be said and believed by a man who has a brain? Wisdom is a witness to prove that these words are false. You say it in three different ways. Firstly, you claim that Jesus was a physical God who could be seen with the eyes. To say that the God of creatures is Jesus, salam, who was a human and a physical body, would mean that when he was killed by the Jews, the God of creatures was killed. In this case, there would be no God for creatures in the end. Nonetheless, it is impossible for creatures not to have a God. Moreover, is it possible for someone to be unjustly caught 
and killed by the Jews, and at the same time to be the God of creatures? It has been commonly known that Jesus used to worship Allah very much and was fond of ta'at, obedience. If Jesus had been God, he would not have worshipped nor been fond of ta'at. It is never possible for God to worship himself. On the contrary, he is worshipped by others. Hence, the priest's words are ridiculous. Secondly, you claim that God penetrated into him and he is the son of God. This belief is wrong because God cannot be a substance or attribute. It is impossible for God to penetrate into a substance. If God were a substance, he could penetrate another substance. If something penetrates into a substance, it must be a substance too. And after penetration, two substances will be mixed together. That would mean a God divided into pieces. If God were an araz or attribute, he would need a location, a residence. And again, this would mean that God needed something else. Someone who needs something else cannot be God. What was the reason for God's penetrating into Jesus, Islam? Penetration without a reason is tarjihun bila muraje. We have already proved that this is nonsensical, and we have explained this fact in our book, Could Not Answer we have proved also that Allah is one. Thirdly, you say he is not God, but some part of God that penetrated and settled into him. In this case, if the part that entered him is effective enough to make him God, when the part left God, then God would be incomplete in being God. If the part is not effective enough to become God, this part cannot be deemed to be part of God. What is your proof to claim that Jesus was God? The priest responded, He is a God because he used to enliven the dead, cure the congenital blind, and heal the itchy white specks on the skin, which are called leprosy. Such things can be done by God only. Fakhir Uddin Razi responded, If there is no proof, no sign to demonstrate the existence of something, can that thing be said to be non-existent? If you say that it can be and that it does not exist, you will have denied the existence of a creator when you say that there was nothing eternally before. In this case, your words will, have been, will be nonsensical, for all creatures are proofs and signs which demonstrate the existence of Allah. If you say that something to be inferred through evidence may exist even if there is no evidence, in that case, you will have accepted the existence of a creator when creatures did not exist in the past eternity. If you say that when Jesus was non-existent in the past eternity, God penetrated into him, in that case, your claim will be something accepted without evidence. For Jesus was created later. His existing in the past eternity means there is no evidence. While you accept without evidence that God entered Jesus, how do you know? that he has not entered me, you, animals, or even plants and stones. Why don't you accept without evidence that these also may have been penetrated? The priest responded, The reason why he entered Jesus, salam, and did not enter you, me, or others is clear. It is because he performed mujizas. No unusual things were performed by you, me, or others. Hence it is understood that God penetrated into Jesus, but not into any others. Fakhruddin Razi responds, 
you show his mujizas as a proof to claim that God entered him. How can you claim that unless we perform a mujiza God cannot enter? It would be impossible for you to claim that God does not penetrate into you, me, and others because we have not done unusual things. For we have already agreed with you on that there is no need to prove the existence of the thing inferred. Hence, having been penetrated does not require one to perform mujizas, i.e. unusual, extraordinary things. Then you have to believe that God has entered me, you, the cat, the dog, and the rat. Then is it possible for religion to be true that causes us to believe that God has entered these low creatures? Making a snake from a stick must be more difficult than enlivening the dead, for the stick and the snake are not close to each other in any respect. While you do not call Hadrat Moses a god or the son of God, though you believe that he made his rod turn into a snake, why do you call Hadrat Jesus God or such and such? The priest, being unable to find an answer to my arguments, had to stop talking. Islamic savants have written many books to refute Christianity. Some of the famous ones are Tufat al-Arib, Arabic and Turkish, Diya al-Qulub, Turkish, Idhar al-Haq, Arabic and Turkish, Asrat al-Mustaqim, in Arabic, Ida al-Miram, in Turkish, Jevab Veremedi, in Turkish, Could Not Answer, in English, Midhan al-Mawadin, Persian, Irshad al-Hiyara, Arabic, Rad al-Jamil, Arabic and French. A few earlier pages from the book Idha ul-Miram have been appended to the end of the book Could Not Answer. Confessions of a British Spy was published in the Arabic, English, and Turkish languages in Istanbul in 1991. Most of today's Christians believe that the four Gospels authorized by the priestly Nicene Council are the true Injil, or Bible, that descended from heaven. Trinity, which is written in the Gospel of John, is the basis of their creed. Isa, or Jesus, is not a god. He is the messenger of God. God, who is one and eternal, loves him very much and makes and creates whatsoever he wants him to. Therefore, from him do we ask for all our needs, and with this intention do we prostrate ourselves before him and before our idols, which are his representatives. Father and Son means a person who is loved very much, they say. By Son of God, we mean that God loves him very much, they say. Those who hold this belief are called the Ahli Kitab, people of the book. On the other hand, Christians who believe that Isa or any other creature possesses the attribute of Uluhiyat, or deity, and who say he too is eternal and he too creates everything, they become mushriks or polytheists. Since they deny the prophethood of Muhammad they all are non-Muslims and disbelievers. Allah creates good things with his attribute Rahman and evils with his attribute Kahar. In this world, good and useful things are mixed with evils and harms. Allah being very merciful, created in man a special power to distinguish good deeds from evil ones. This power is termed Aql, mind, wisdom, reason. And since the Aql would be unable to do this job of discrimination in the full sense, Allah Ta'ala himself pitied his slaves and did this job of discrimination. Separating good and bad deeds from each other, he informed his slaves about them via his prophets, commanding the good deeds and prescribing the evil ones.
These commandments and interdictions of Allah Ta'ala make up what has been called deen, faith, religion. The religion taught by Isa salam, and that of Moses or Musa salam, were interpolated by people with philosophical ideations written by Plato and the like. So those two religions lapsed into polytheistic cults so that they no longer were heavenly religions. The deen, religion taught by Muhammad salam, is called Islam. A person who denies the fact that religions are revealed by Allah Ta'ala will become a kafir, unbeliever or disbeliever. There were also attempts to interpolate Islam with heresies, such as those of Abdullah bin Saba and others. Yet the scholars of Ahl Sunnah forestalled them, minds of people who lived in the same places as did the Sahaba, and the scholars of Ahl Sunnah were quite successful in the job of discrimination between good and evil, thus supplying their owners a peaceful life. Thereby, they established an Islamic civilization in the Middle Ages. Their minds are called aql i salim Muslims of the true way taught by Islam and called Ahl-Sunnat hold the same tenets of iman, creed, belief. Yet, in some technicalities pertaining to acts of worship, they have parted into different groups termed madhabs. The four Sunni madhabs are examples of this diversity. People who concoct Heretical madhabs hold heretical beliefs as well. Two such heretical groups are Shiites and Wahhabis. A person who believes Muhammad and yet denies any other prophet will have denied him too. For belief in Muhammad entails belief in all the other prophets as well. Being a Muslim begets a civilization. And civilization in its turn does not mean to make jet planes and electronic devices. It means to use them not for perpetration of cruelty and oppression, but for serving mankind. Some European and American scientists are successful in their branches when they retreat from their religion. In contrast, some idiots with Muslim names experience failure when they get away from Islam. The reasons deserve an in-depth analysis. Wake up, you man of wisdom. Open your eyes. Invoke Allah, the beautiful. Don't you ever abandon the way he shows. Invoke Allah, the beautiful. Perform your namaz five times daily and fast in the blessed month of Ramadan. Pay zakat if you have enough property. Invoke Allah, the beautiful. One day your eyes will lose their sight and no more will your ears ever hear. Never again will you ever have this chance. Invoke Allah, the beautiful. Look on health as a fortune to seize on and every hour as a great blessing. Live in obedience to his injunctions. Invoke Allah, the beautiful. Do not squander your life in trivialities, nor let your nefs be powerful. Wake up, do not sink into oblivion. Invoke Allah, the beautiful. Mortal as your sins may be, do not give up hope. He is so magnanimous. His pardon abounds, and so does his kindness. Invoke Allah, the beautiful. At the time of dawn, his compassion showers onto all countries the world over. At that time will your heart become purified. Invoke Allah, the beautiful. Make dhikr of the name of Allah, and thereby let your soul and your heart rejoice it. Sob and bewail, as does the philomel. Invoke Allah, the beautiful.